we had weekly digicons uh, involving the, uh, the provincial government during the time of COVID. And earlier today, there was the first digicon relating to the electricity crisis, which confronts us all in South Africa. Uh, the Premier was uh, flanked by advisers and joins us now on the phone. Alan, good afternoon. Afternoon, John. Was this just a hello, getting to know you thing, or did you announce uh, initiatives and so on? So, I mean, we're back in a disaster state. Uh, We've received our regulations. Uh, We as a province have set up an energy council. As as you said, an advisor, I've appointed uh, Albie Lester in one of my advisor posts. And uh, so at the same time, because it is uh, such a crisis affecting every single person, across our province. Uh, we've now started a weekly Digicon again. Uh, we will bring, be bringing up data, um, setting the pathway forward. And so this was the first one. Um, and really just setting the framework, introducing Alvi Lester, talking about our plan going forward. Um, we'll be holding these regular Digicons. We'll, we'll report to the public through this platform, as well as the parliament, which today, in, in by motion of the chief whip, have also set up uh, what we set up beforehand, uh, a, a, an ad hoc committee that we report to, plus uh, our Treasury will be doing reporting on any funding spent uh, focused on this uh, crisis, um, although we do that ordinarily, but uh, we'll have a special, a special um, uh, budget that will, that will be presented to the Standing Committee every month and made public. And then we'll start to formulate, as I get the budget of the $1 billion that I've asked for, um, as that starts to come through, we'll also start to formulate the plans. I've also said that, uh, you know, we'll, we'll ask the citizens, what do they also want to hear? Are there things they want explained? Um, and we'll, we'll build that in, uh, to this process of the Digicons. And then I'll also bring in the local governments. So, um, for example, at the moment in George, uh, we've already got and seeing what's coming online, they've already got a plan to show us immediately how to mitigate one a level of load shedding this year, their second level next year. Uh, the city of Cape Town will do the same thing. And so municipalities will come on and show what those plans are and how we're delivering megawatts and what the plan is megawatts by when. Uh, we'll also uh, bring on board uh, in the next one or the one after that, our disaster management team uh, showing exactly what our plan is. Should there be level seven and eight uh, if we have a full blackout? What is your plan? So uh, we've, you know, it's about getting, making sure that your hospitals, your uh, main water pumps, etc., remain uh, supported, and that was part of the 86 million that we've uh, just made available to local governments during that first round of assessment. Um, and then, of course, uh, what happens if we have a full blackout, and how we have to manage that, and how we've got to bring in uh, communications and. Uh, we'll also be rolling that out and showing people exactly what what that would mean. We'll bring in our disaster team so that everybody understands what it is and that uh, should that in the hopefully unlikely um, scenario, but uh, we've got a plan for it. Uh, you and I have, uh, well, I, I've put it to you before in a previous conversation, Alan, that there's a, a limited amount that the province can do given what functions are allocated to what tier of government and uh, prominent in Sol Ramaphosa's affidavit in response to the UDM case saying keep the lights on is that it is the constitutional duty of local governments to supply electricity. And, of course, that is going to be contested. But 
Um, so the, the province here becomes an enabler, a facilitator for the municipalities in the province coming up with their own plans to mitigate ESCOM, uh, to come up with whatever whatever plan is suitable for their particular circumstances. Correct. So, I mean, there, there are two energy grid systems. There's the ESCOM energy grid in our country. And, of course, that, there's that component of it in the Western Cape. And then uh, there are the municipal grids. So municipalities can put power into their own grids, um, and whether it's small-scale embedded generation or now as we're seeing municipalities start to go out to tender for bigger power units. Um, we'll also be saying from a provincial point of view, how do we facilitate that? How do we, and that's the billion rand that I've asked for, how do we put quick uh, project managers in place and maybe not only for one municipality, for neighboring municipalities, looking at pooling, buying between municipalities to get better pricing. Um, so it really is the province saying, well, we've got a role to play in coordination across the province, uh, also making our own land available. If we've got land uh, next to a grid system, how does that land become available to the market when the private sector comes along and says, well, we can come with a, a solar solution and we'll say, well, we can add our land to that lease to make it uh, accessible. Um, and the same thing would apply for either renewables or dispatchable. We'll also put our own land and we're still working on how that would work. Uh, for example, uh, we've got some land in the IDZ um, between us and the city. It's right next to the Ankerlich, uh diesel plant. Uh, would that not make sense to, sense to make that available? Let's see what comes out, obviously being agnostic. But for me, that makes sense for perhaps uh, gas to power. That could be 15 months out or 18 months out. It really starts to talk more to the medium term plan. Uh, but we will be putting this on the table as it happens, uh, just, be keep, just keeping it uh, transparent on, on processes. And people can also make decisions on what we are putting in place so that they also know whether they can invest themselves or they're prepared to take, uh, uh, you know, wait, wait it out until that next stage gets covered. Alan, this is a question from a listener. Is the primary focus on the... Uh, on putting additional megawatts into the grid, or to what extent is there also a focus on the saving side uh, and uh, mentions the possibility of subsidizing solar geysers and that sort of thing? Uh, again, I feel that that's not a provincial competence. That is something that municipalities would have to do. Correct, but we're involving ourselves now. Um, you know, How can we help, uh, for example, and I mentioned, George, because we've just had a a PCF on energy where the different municipalities, all the municipalities, mayors and municipal managers were together with us uh, on Tuesday. And uh, I, I just remember the George plan, um, which looks at, uh, they actually save four megawatts by uh, LED lights, um, by um, cutting back and saving, as the listener is saying, um, and using ripple, ripple control geysers. So, um, the big thing that we are trying to arrange now is the province meeting with ESCOM is saying to them, if we save you uh, 100 megawatts, are we able to do a deal where at least we get 50 megawatts cover on, on um, the next level, towards the next level of load shedding? So if we've got incentives to say if we all save power, we'll actually be given a load shedding uh, level off uh, when it's time to give power back to the main system. 
Okie dokie. Um, France strategy, car parks over 80, uh, I presume with uh, parking for more than 80, were obliged to put in solar with incentives, extra shade cover, etc. Again, those are things that municipalities need to think about and put into practice. Alan, thank you very much. I'm sure we will be checking in with you regularly as uh, things come up in the Digicon process. Premier Alan Windy.